Aloha. Hey, it's Nick from the All-American Rejects, and you're listening to Unlikely Places Pop and Rock Radio. Hi, this is Terry Draper from Clatu. Hey, what's up? This is Thomas Ian Nicholas of Rookie of the Year, American Pie. Hi, this is Tino Troy from Praying Mantis. Hey, this is Kirk from Power Pop Overdose. Hey, this is Dwayne Ben. Mason and Paul. And you're listening to Unlikely Places Pop and Rock Radio. So with your host, Final Man Jeb, right here on Mad Wash Radio. Just have a chat You're listening to Mad Wasp Radio. Oh, hey, I didn't see you there. This is Unlikely Places Pop and Rock Radio podcast, and I'm your host, Vinyl Man Jeb. Now, this is cool. We have a green screen. Eh, let me just enter you into a world here. It's a green screen, believe it or not. There's my record shelf. Uh, we're, we're new production here, new everything. If you've seen our gaming videos on our channel, that's what we're doing here. But this isn't a gaming video. This is Nick Wheeler, Nicholas Wheeler of All American Rejects. And we get to talk about with him on video. You get to see him here. So if you're listening to this on Anchor, head on over to YouTube and watch the video. It'd be worth it. We threw some clips in there as well. Permission given down below. Uh, credits, not permission. Credits given down below uh, to every link that we used, every song that we used. So if you guys want to hear those things on your own and watch those on your own, uh, respected owners... Of course, you know, we're just using them to get the videos to you guys. Well, I want to mention that we have a full production team now at Unlikely Places. That's Mason, our editor for the podcasts. We have Matthew Graham. He's our editor for Radio Specials. And we also have Dave, Owen, and Josh from RoboJack Records joining us on the team as well. And, of course, your host uh, here right now. <laughs> You'll see I'm wearing this shirt in the video, too. Uh, this is my favorite local band, 30th of February. Ant's a good friend of ours. TLR Records. Uh, great guy. Great guy. And I just want to mention in the episode, you'll learn about Nick working with Weezer, uh, working with, uh, of course, All American Rejects. He's the guitarist, of course. And see some clips in there, too. Again, come on to the YouTube side. There's more special on that one. You get to actually see us see us in video form we're kind of going for a 2000s youtube video look can you tell can you tell sticks are being thrown in the background in this you know so uh thank you guys for joining us always we're growing and growing uh little by little uh thank you from the bottom of my heart unlikely places we're here for 2023 you guys ready nicholas wheeler of all america rejects well let's hopefully he tells us his dirty little secret let's get right into it <laughs> Hey everybody, this is your host, Vinyl Man Jeb, sporting my favorite local CT band today, 30th of February on my shirt. Uh, throwing in, I got Nick Wheeler here from All American Rejects. Oh, uh, well, hi Yo, Nick. <laughs> what's going on? Uh, not much, just, uh, you know, getting this going. Uh, so excited to have you on the show. I want to first of all, thank you uh, for bringing us and my editor of my blogs, uh, Josh Bradley, down to see the Rejects in Orlando. So thank you very much for that. Yeah, my there. pleasure. Hope oh, you guys had you. a good time. I think we did. I mean, that was like I said uh, before we started recording. My first ever uh, time being in like three thousand people, just in a suite, uh, the sea of all these. Uh, you know, you feel at home. It's it's pretty cool. So that's um, that's the exact <laughs> opposite response that uh, that that I would have right now, at least. I, yeah. I remember my first my first like pit experience was seeing Sponge in like nineteen ninety. Oh wow! All <laughs> yeah. right, I was I like, like in eighth grade. Jeez. Uh, that was that was my first pit experience that I crowd surfed and all that, but I don't think I would do that anymore. <laughs> I'm usually the guy who's like either by the bar or yeah. like by the front of house, like sound booth, just like chilling. And uh, everybody, please stay away. <laughs>
Oh, okay. You're 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 in Connecticut. Yeah, I'm in Connecticut. So I'm okay. in. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, I'm in uh, near uh, Cheshire, like Waterbury City, but I'm in Prospect, Connecticut. So I'm trying to remember the venue we would always. You play guys at, played, if like I'm Red, not mistaken, Webster or something. Yeah, and you also played at Foxwoods because I was there for that show with uh, the social okay. animals in the main. And then, if I'm not mistaken, yep. you guys played at Xfinity back when it was the New England Dodge Center. When you guys You're did the right. tornado we tour. Actually, yeah. We started the tour there. I think mm-hmm. we actually in, like re- like rented out the place and rehearsed wow. there for a couple days. Oh, and that's wow. where we like, programmed all the video. And yeah, stuff. I worked yeah, parking, we blew, Mary. We blew much so different. much money on that crap. <laughs> we blew so much money on that oh, crap. Geez. We did not make money on the tour. But uh, but yeah, I remember starting the tour there. That was a blast. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. You know, some Connecticut history in there. But uh, yeah, it was, uh, I work parking up there and it's like much different, much different I'm experience. Nice. You know, I, I'd rather be on the <laughs> stage, of course. But uh, oh, one day. But uh, we'll get right into it. I wanted to just say, yeah, how man. was your time at orlando the hard rock that that was a fun show so how did you guys enjoy it uh hard rock's great we've played there several times over the years usually something goes wrong i remember (laughs) the first time we played there they were actually doing that hard rock live show for like vh1 or something oh wow i think they used they used to do that back i guess this is 2003 probably i remember we were promoting the current single which was time stand still Mm. so it was definitely a long fucking time ago oh yeah um uh, because we ended up having to perform that song twice because one of our amps blew up in the middle. Of it. We had to start it over because they were filming it.
But I wanted to also ask, you guys just got done with one of the coolest new festivals that hopefully well, I maybe we'll get to go to next year, uh, the We Were Young Fest. And I got oh, to yeah. see you guys dressed up as Elvis for one of the things. <laughs> and then <laughs> also did. Tyson as the old man. I want to know more about this. How was how was your time there? It, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, it was a it was, especially for it being the first year it was really well organized and i think a lot of people were thinking it was going to be Firefest part two just because mm. it seemed too good to be true um but no it was great and we had a blast and yeah that first weekend um tyson did some old man makeup he spent like three and a half hours like having a <laughs> professional makeup artist do it wow and b- beforehand he was like so are we all gonna do it and i'm like wait i have to sit still for how long <laughs> <laughs> so it was only him that did it but the next weekend was Halloween weekend and ah. it was Vegas. And we were like, fuck it. Let's all just dress up as Elvis. <laughs> and, um, you know, it seemed, it seems silly and like something that we wouldn't normally do. Um, but I was like, you know what? That's, that's, that sounds like a lot of fun, but fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we looked on Amazon for some, uh, Elvis costumes. They weren't that good. So we ended up, <laughs> we ended up probably spending all of our guarantee on El- renting Elvis costumes and getting like a makeup and hair artist, uh, hair and makeup artist to, to come and just do it for real. And it was a blast. Um, honestly, like that's one of, yeah, the shows were great, whatever, but like the, what we put into it, like mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to remember forever. Like the, those were great memories. Oh, hey, I'm back. I, I didn't see you there again. We have our sponsored on this channel by the Heroes Journal. Uh, green screen might be affecting with this, but Heroes Journal Journal, I swear I live by this thing. I use it every day. It's like a quest for your life. So guys, go on over to heroesjournal.co, theheroesjournal.co, and get yourself one 10% off using Unlikely Places 10. We'll just interrupt the video here with Nick for that reason alone to just mention the Heroes Journal. We're so happy to be sponsored by them. We, we really, really appreciate what they do and change the mental health game. It's very important uh for those suffering out there remember keep 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 strong heroes journal i wanted to get into kids in the street since that's my favorite album and uh kind of wanted to talk about some of the is that a concept album that's what i want to start with too is that like does that have okay not really but i but i will say like that's the first time i mean you know Mm -hmm. me especially like i've always just been about the music i love creating it i love recording it and for a while, I really loved performing it, you know, now where I really thrive and just get really inspired is just in the studio. But um, it's just always been about the music. Awesome. And whether it's videos or the artwork for the record or the the fucking photos, whatever, like there's always been parts where just somebody doesn't care. Um, or they're just, you know, prioritize. It's the bottom yeah. of the list. I think Kids in the Street was the first time that we all really tried to be involved and care a lot about every aspect that went into it, the presentation of it, um, you know, all of it. So that's probably why it came off as like a concept album is because mm-hmm. there was a, it was actually yeah, cohesive. It, it seems like it kind of goes <laughs> to a story, you know. It seems like Tyson's telling a story, you're telling a story. It just seems like there's it, it, but it, it's cool that when it comes together like that, I'm pretty sure you guys when you first heard it was like, "Oh, this actually sounds good." <laughs> Instead of, you know, of I mean, course. Yeah, at, at the end of the day, it was it was just another collection awesome. of songs just like the other records, but I think everything that went into it whether it's the production or, mm-hmm. you know, the visuals, I I do think there's like a through line and it's, it's really cool. And that's, it's a record that I don't think anybody bought, but <laughs> I want to um, get it. The vinyl is very expensive. 
It's uh, I, I, is it the, it, is it, the box uh, set? Ooh, I wouldn't even know there was a box set. I want that now too. There's a, uh, there's a box dude, set. I gotta find that. I think uh, I think it's like six different wow. vinyls. There's like every song gets its own size. What? Like it's it's insane. Oh, I mean, yeah, it was, <laughs> we did theirs, and it was only like three albums. You know, it wasn't like anything. Cra- Green Day had the ten inch one for twenty <laughs> first century. I have that. Well, now I'm gonna be hunting for that. I'll be oh, going yeah, discogs. Yeah. Like, like I need to find this.
but you know we're super mm-hmm. proud of that record and um i just listened the other day i just went back and listened to nice. one of the songs because i came across the video that i'd totally <laughs> forgotten about it oh uh, it was it had come yeah, out i saw you posted on instagram right it was at the, yeah yeah yeah. Uh-huh. yeah a song mm-hmm. called heartbeat slowing down it came out i just re- i just remember being home for christmas in 2012 and hearing it on the radio and i'm like holy shit it's been 10 years. Um, so I, I went, I listened to the song and I watched the video. I was like, I was like, that was fucking really good. I'm really proud of that. So um, yeah, just that whole record and that whole experience. And, you know, we had a great year, you know, touring that record. And that's kind of like the last real like album cycle yeah. that we had. So, so yeah, I really, I really think that I know that fondly for you guys. Um, I know I saw you guys at Foxwoods and you just came out with sweat at the time. And then there's a place was around that time as well. Mm. So you guys are always creating, which I love seeing that you guys didn't just, okay, here's the four albums and we're gone by, you know, like there's still more stuff to come. Mm. I actually just found out about me versus the world while doing some research. So I was listening to that, which is very good. That fantastic oh, yeah. song. That was our, co- that was our yeah. COVID, our COVID. Oh, very cool. Yeah. yeah. I found that. And I was like, Oh, I didn't even yep. hear about this. I'm like, I'm gonna check that out. Cause that, you were the type band. You guys were the band that no matter what came out, I was buying. It was one of those, like I, you dedicate yourself to a couple bands, mm-hmm. uh, the Beatles, you'd be spending every penny. Cause I mean, million dollars into that, trying to get a <laughs> the get back film was great and you know, stuff like that. But you know, it's just all this kind of stuff, but I know I, the rejects and good Charlotte are the two that I am like, I got to everything that they come out. All with. Right yeah. No Thanks, problem. Man. But that's uh, that's why I got into radio is just because I wanted to spin other people's music and, and just loved it so much. And uh, it's great that we could have you guys on. And this airs in England, you know, the show. And then the podcast is worldwide, of course. So uh, with YouTube and everything. But awesome. um, we'll, we'll put a bunch of songs in throughout the podcast. We'll have so much fun. The editor has fun doing that. Cool. And uh, I want to thank you for your time. I got Dick. two more questions. Um, and then just stay in the call. We'll yeah, have man, it uploaded. I have one friend of mine uh, wanted to ask because uh, I, I was telling people because, of course, you get excited like a good bucket list artists here. Uh, <laughs> was there any uh, initial friction between uh, Tyson kind of leaving for acting and you guys with the band or was it kind of like, hey, go on ahead? It's did you guys feel it was a worry that the band was going to kind of not not uh, break up or anything? No. But Oh, cool. No, not at all. I think um, it was around the time Kids mm-hmm. in the Street was done. Um, we started writing some more songs again, but you know, we we're kind of feeling a little mm-hmm. bit of burnout. It would, you know, we had done it the same way for over a decade at that point, you know, where we would take a year to write an album, take a year to record an album and then take a year or more to tour the album and then just rinse and repeat. And so doing that four times and starting to do it maybe a fifth time, like we were just like, let's just take a break. Yeah, man. there you go. <laughs> so so we did. And, um, you know, he had already done some acting. Um, so he just started doing that more, you know, more and more and more often. And uh, we kind of adjusted our tour schedule around that, which was no big deal. And then since then, you know, I've moved to Nashville and started doing a lot cool. more production stuff, um, which, you know, we work around really easily. And, uh, you know, we're we're not just a bunch of 20 yeah. year olds with <laughs> that's, nothing that's else cool. going yeah. on in our lives anymore. Um, you know, we have other obligations and responsibilities and other passions too. And everybody's really supportive. Well, that's, that's hard to find. That's amazing. That's always, you know, you worry about that when you hear your favorite band, you know, everybody starts to worry like, oh, this guy, it's, it's really cool when the band's like, nah, guys, we'll, we'll be back. We'll be back. You know, we're just, we're just trying something different. And it also, I feel like that kind of stuff comes back into the play with the bands. When everybody tries different things, the songs start to sound like they're different things too, which is, you know, new direction. Now, you guys mentioned working on a new album 
in some articles. I know Tyson came out with some interviews and stuff. Uh, is there another Rejects album that's kind of in the works or was it like, it's been a while since I know there was news about it, but I was waiting. I was waiting. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what yeah. those conversations were. There's never been a serious talk of oh, okay. making a Good new to know. record. Good to know. <laughs> um, not to not to say not to say that it won't yeah. happen, but I do think. And I wanted I to wait to the very end to ask that because I'm like I don't want to ruin the whole thing, I but that's uh, funny. I do think over over the last several years, I do think every once in a while it's been mentioned <laughs> to just to kind of get people excited <laughs> and remember that we hey, we're exist. Here. <laughs> um, but you know, I mean, you know, like you said, there was yeah. sweat and there was a couple other singles we put at. Uh, oh, send her out. to heaven too. Um, I know that one was I, a that was a good one. Yep, mm-hmm. and I, and you know we, those were all kind of experiments that we approached in uh, wow. in different ways. Um, I think if there's going to be a new reject album, it's going to be a return to form, okay. at least as far as the way that we the way that we create it. And uh, you know when everybody's yeah. passion and desire and schedule lines up to do so, it just you know, happens, man. Yeah, I get that. It. No, there's no pressure. Yeah. There's no pressure. I'll just be very excited. <laughs>
Uh, the last question I had um, is uh, my, my editor, Josh, who went to the show with me, wanted to ask one question because he actually interviews like Alice Cooper. He yeah, does man. stuff for Tampa's papers. And so oh, there uh, he, he's all excited that he got to that. We got this all lined up. And it was kind of funny for me to kind of step in his territory and have something over him being like, yeah, we're going to the reject show for free because I know somebody. Uh, and it was just it was a funny thing between <laughs> us. We were very much similar, but two different mediums. So it's That's really awesome. cool. But he wanted to ask about the song Put Me Back Together with you guys did with uh, Rivers Cuomo from Weezer. So let's let's oh, uh, yeah. how, how did that one go? How did that come about? Um, you know, we had never mm. I don't know if Ty had I don't think either of us had, had really collaborated or like shown up to a writing session Ooh. with another artist before. That was totally new for us. So we didn't really know what we were supposed to do. Mm. Um, so we'd, we'd gotten together the night before at his house and kind of, he had this like melody idea and we kind of just worked up kind of an outline for this song. Um, I don't know how fleshed out it was lyrically, but I feel like some melodies were there and the chord structure was there. Um, and then we show up at fucking (laughs) Rivers Rivers Cuomo's house, which was a fucking trip, um, out in Malibu or something. And um you know uh it's it's la so like we were coming from like the east side so it took like an hour and a half to fucking (laughs) get there um we were already tired by the time we got there but we were like holy shit like what is even happening he answers the door (laughs) you know he's got his family there he's out in his backyard kicking a (laughs) soccer ball you know we go into this little room that you know he has like fucking like kiss posters Hmm. on the wall like we're like oh my god like all the references in those songs were true. Like <laughs> they're real. He's real. <laughs> um, he's, yeah. And, you know, very little modest little, you know, uh, back house recording studio set up. And he's like, all right, cool. Let's just like start playing some chords and like singing some melodies. And we were like, we kind of have this idea. We want to see what you think. And we played him, you know, the little bit that we had, he loved it. And, hour or two later the song was wow. done um i think i think we wrote a bridge with him um he you know of course did a lot of the rivers lyric um writing um which was amazing to watch and be a part of uh and then after that we were like well it's still kind of early what do you guys want to do and so we went for a wa- <laughs> we went for a walk on the with beach rivers Cuomo. <laughs> jeez yeah. that's a weezer thing <laughs> <laughs> and you know then you know couple hours later we went That's home cool. and that was that and then we didn't you know i didn't really know how this songwriting culture works i didn't know that you write a whole bunch of songs and then eventually someday maybe one of them will yeah. get recorded um but yeah i mean some time went by i want to say it was like a year or two went by and all of a sudden we get a call that weezer is gonna cut this song that we wrote wow. and put it on Ratitude, you know, the yeah. album that became Ratitude. And um, that's, I remember listening to their version of it in the trailer on the, at the video shoot for I Wanna, which was a song oh, yeah. on uh, our third album. Um, and it was, it was fucking epic. Just like hearing these melodies and these chords that like Tyson and I had put together and then brought to <laughs> Rivers who turned it into a Weezer song and just hearing all that come together. Like it was, indescribable such a cool feeling one two three four when i walk down the street i've been tripping 
Don't change that dial, you don't need to 